Off Record Season 1, brought to you by Myself Show and Jace, the two frontmen of the Gents, speaking with creative professionals in their respective fields. In this season, we dive deeper into the subject matter touched upon in the songs on our recently released EP, The Vibe. You can expect to hear engaging conversation surrounding the topics of faith, masculinity, clubbing culture in London, owning a business, being an artist, and of course all the vibes and chat whilst we're in the studio. If you like what you're hearing or seeing, hit like, subscribe, share, and comment as we invite you to join us on this journey and grow the community. So yeah, we're here on Off Record. Um, I am Jason, the one and only, nah, gentleman Jace in the place. Yes, show. Show here from the gents, Mm -hmm. live and direct. Live and direct. That's it, that's Ooh, it. Oh, my voice sounds sexy. And <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm trying to get that benefit and get a bit closer to the mic and be like, oh, let me put on a little haze and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Try and get there. But um, yeah, Ben, would you like to introduce yourself and let us know, let the people know who you are, what you've been involved with and what you're working on at the moment? All right. The honest Please. answer to that question is no. I really hate introductions. It's bad. <laughs> like, I hate them. Who knows something? Show, show you know, innit? But I can do it. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. But I just don't like them. I it feel was like a I, I w- yeah, I just want to okay. let people know. It's, a, okay. it's like a cool. what's the word? Blowing your own trumpet. Like a like a, no, like a caveat, like a disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, a caveat. A disclaimer. It's a disclaimer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what it is. Okay. Um, my name is Ben Ben Hurst. Um, I am. Oh, how do you describe yourself? I don't like describing myself based on what I do. I'm a, I'm just a I'm a I'm a nice Human guy. Being. That's who I am. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Um, but I I work as the head of facilitation and training at an organisation called the Good Lad Initiative. Um. And Good Lad is an organisation that does work with men and boys in schools and universities and corporate spaces uh, around masculinities and gender equality. Um, and then I do some like freelance diversity and inclusion training. Um, I'm part of a, a content creator group called Come Curious who do like sex education stuff online. Um, and then I do some other bits and bobs, some podcasting. I'm working on a podcast at the moment called Climate Curious, which is about climate change. Um, and then... I do some modelling. I recently signed to a modelling agency. Congratulations. So Man, obviously, I was man's say, out here now. You get me? We, yeah, day. you keep killing me because I was trying to say, all right, yeah, man's a one-man band. One's a, one's a, you know, like a triple threat. And then you just buckled up the numbers Quadruple. every time. Yeah, like, nah. He just doubled <laughs> up every time. I'm doing dodecahedron yeah. threats out yeah. here, bro. Yeah, yeah that's what that, I'm on. Get me. Yeah. Love that, love that, love that. Yeah. So I can't lie. I don't think there's many people that know someone that does all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. What led you down that path in that direction to uh, do that it's completely accidental to be honest like um what led me there it's a good question so i as you know mm-hmm. i grew up in church um so i grew up with my mum my dad three older sisters all in one house uh, my sisters are like significantly older than me so it felt a bit like having four mums which is like a weird vibe <laughs> um but uh i grew up in church and i think i guess from from growing up in church like i always had um conviction do you know what i mean like I, I i grew up as somebody who like when when i believed something was important i felt like it was my role to do something about that thing. purpose and, yeah do you yeah, know what i mean yeah, yeah. um and so i guess growing up in that environment um i i was like a bit of a an airy fairy kid like i was a bit ditzy like i didn't i didn't have a thing that i was like when i'm older i'm gonna do this i was like the kind of kid that was like i'm gonna be a national i'm gonna be a fireman i'm do gonna you know do what? everything my mum used to say because i used to be interested in a lot of things as well yeah, my yeah, mum yeah. my mum always used to say to me oh 
jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah. I used to hate that. <laughs> You're like, I'm, I'm master of all trades. Yeah, bro. you Don't know that. Say like, that why can't me? I just, Jeez. yeah, be world champ? <laughs> like, you know. Why is your mum's always trying to bring guys bro, down, bro? You know what it is? They want to want us to focus, bless them. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, I'm not, yeah, yeah, shout yeah, out yeah. my mum. <laughs> good mum, she did a good job. Um, yeah, so uh, I ended up, uh, I had a really weird religious experience when I was about 15. Okay. Um, in church, I was like at a summer camp. And, and basically the long and short of it is, in that moment, I felt convinced that there was something going on in the world that was like bigger than me. And I was like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do with my life. Um, didn't know what that was gonna look like. Uh, eventually kind of got to the point where I was like, oh, I love working with young people. I, when you grew up in church, like the way that the church that I grew up in was like, was you always work with the age group below you. Yeah. So like, you go through Sunday school and as soon as you're too old to go to that class, you like start running games or running projects or whatever in that class. So I was always working with kids. Um, and I was like, I'm gonna go into ministry. I wanna be a pastor. I wanna work with young people. So I'll tie those two things together. Um, I ended up going and doing a degree in theology, wow. uh, which was a really interesting, yeah, it was a, that was a process. That's in depth. Yeah. Real in depth. A, yeah. yeah. And, um, <laughs> it fucked me up a little bit screwed me over <laughs> a little bit because it just like you you start to like really when you start really like picking things apart it's hard to believe them in the same way um or it was for me anyway no i've been there i've yeah. been there yeah, and sometimes yeah. the questions that you ask on the journey question one being why am i on the journey in the first right, place right right and then, okay, who's actually got the answers? And then yeah. you dig deeper inside yourself. And yeah, anyway, it's a whole Fam, kettle of fish, isn't it? Who has got the answers is a that's an important question. It's very difficult asking asking questions that yeah. you know no one really has an answer. There's theories to explain yeah. certain points of views, but there is no concrete blood bear man. Over two thousand years, bare different opinions. So anyway, I was studying this degree. Um I ended up having sex, losing my virginity when I was in my last year and I got caught, which was a slip not caught in the act but like the person that i was um it came out in public yeah, sort of thing out, that public exposed, knowledge yeah. whatever yeah um, um, okay. so i got kicked out of bible college in my last year um my dad was like you have to finish your degree so i was commuting and finishing my degree um, do you know so i'm just gonna pull up on that one yeah this might sound like a really dumb question yeah but sometimes the only dumb question isn't the one that's asked yeah is that a no-no so you're not allowed to have sex if you're in bible college is that like reasons for dismissal you're, you're allowed to, so you sign a values document when you, okay. when you join, right? Which is like, I'm not gonna, um, and it's because it, it was a training college to go into ministry. Okay. So it's not like a normal like university situation. Um, so there are things that you signed and said you wouldn't do, which was um, sex outside of marriage, uh, drugs, alcohol. Is this for the time you're on the course? This was while you're in Bible college. Okay, and cool. obviously going forward, like while, good you're values to hold. while you're in ministry. Trying to instill good practice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Um, so then, yeah, that was, and, and basically the reason for telling that story is because in that moment when I left Bible college, I was like, damn, like I had a plan and now it's gone. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like that was the foundation yeah. of your plan. Yeah, I had yeah, no yeah. idea. Yeah. Okay. Um, and all I knew was like, I had convictions about things. I'm, I think I'm the type of person where I believe things very passionately. Right. Yeah. Um, so I knew like when things resonated with me, I was like, I need to do something about that thing. Um, and I, I knew I wanted to work with young people. So I came out of that out of Bible college, I was looking for a job. Um, I took a job in a secondary school as a cover teacher, which was uh, an experience. Yeah, man. Wow. And I, I was working there. <laughs> I just want to apologize because I know how bad I was Bro, towards I cover teachers. I know how teachers. bad I was. And, but to be fair, when you took I had it, them kids under manners. To be fair. Okay. So but you I didn't definitely like approached I became. 
Oh, mm, that's interesting. My, okay. Two of my sisters are teachers, so they were like, "When you go in, Ben's just go in hard." Do you know what I mean? Like, go in and set the set the levels from the beginning. And I basically just acted like a psycho. Like on my first wow, day, okay. like I walked in, and I was like. <laughs> I, I walked into a classroom and I wrote the work on the board. Kids came in, chatting, chatting, laughing, busting joke, whatever. And about 10 minutes went past and they were like, why is this guy not saying anything? So then they started to like take their books out, started working. Another 10 minutes goes past, like they stopped talking and they're all working in silence. Oh, wow. Another 10 minutes goes past, they're like, sir, why aren't you saying anything? And I was like, if you were doing your work, you wouldn't know that I wasn't saying anything. And they were like, Raw. okay, this guy's this guy's tapped. Do you know what I mean? And it was it was like you I used to like, to it there, bro. Like about. it was it was brutal. It was it was like like that it was, was like, like torture some military. Yeah, yeah. no, nah, it was bad. Um, and I did that job until I started to hate kids. And then I was like, I this is not good for me. Like I need to not be here. Um, so I left that job and I went to work for a charity that was teaching sex education in schools in South London, which on paper was like the best job. Um, but I really didn't get on with my boss there. And okay. also, like, what's really interesting, so this must have been about five, six years ago now, seven years ago maybe. Um, and I know the conversation around mental health wasn't as prominent at that right. time. Okay. Um, yeah. And so for me, like, I didn't know that I had, that I was struggling with my mental health at that time. But I used to, like, go to the toilet at work and just break down and like, have like anxiety attacks and be crying like I was having panic attacks and I didn't know what was going on what were the cause what yeah like, I was just it. like yeah. obviously everybody must be experiencing this and we just don't talk about it um but I, I was just not in a great place do you think that was the case though because I remember like a good few years back before mm. mental health became something that we can openly and more openly talk about because yeah, yeah. we still don't talk about it enough no not at all um especially men I remember this thinking I remember thinking nah it's only me it's all on me pressure yeah. do you know what I mean yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. everyone does it everyone like so for you for example maybe you were thinking oh there's loads of teachers there's loads of people that have bad bosses and whatever else like that they're just getting on with it yeah why am I feeling so much of a way do yeah. you know what I mean and then I don't know for me them pressures I never realized that it's it is something that everyone goes through bro and how to deal with it and do you know what it is yeah I think for me like I was looking around and I was thinking I'm I'm clearly not the only person that feels like this. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. there's there was a I think also because of the stuff that I'd gone through with like the change of plan, yeah. like there was a sense of dissatisfaction. Right. But I could look around really easily and see loads of people are dissatisfied. And for me, that was just what came along with the dissatisfaction in my mind. I was like, this is the it's like part and parcel. Yeah, You're in the boat, like, it's rocking. You don't like it. Yeah, yeah, no yeah, one likes yeah, it. It's yeah. what it is. Um and so I was working there, but part of my job at that charity was to make a boys project about being a good man. And so when I was applying for the job, Love I was that. like, easy, blood. I've been Love doing that. this. Like, I know how to do it. Da, 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 da. And I sat down on the first day um, to start making the project. And I was like, what do you say to boys to convince them to be good men? Like, how do Bro. you, how do you, like, if you, if you have an hour in a classroom <laughs> with a bunch of boys and the boys that I was working with were boys in Prus, right? So yeah, pupil yeah, referral yeah, yeah, units, yeah, yeah. kids that have been kicked out of mainstream schooling. Okay. And I was thinking, I have no problem engaging people. Like, I have no problem having a conversation with some kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but how do I convince them that there is a benefit to doing things in a particular way or seeing things in a particular way? And I think for me, the question was so existential at that moment. I was like, oh, actually, I don't know the answer. Yeah. So I had to, like, yeah. that was the beginning of a journey for me where I was like, all right, I need to figure it out. That's, um, that's crazy. So I started reading some stuff, but I don't love reading books. Started watching a lot of YouTube videos, some TED Talks, that kind of stuff. Um, and then I 
found I was researching other organizations that were doing similar work okay. and there was people who were talking about like um rites of passage so taking boys into the woods and like teaching them to chop down trees like um traditional yeah, like, like in the then day. you'll be yeah, in touch yeah, with yeah, your masculinity yeah, yeah. if you learn how to like uh lay bricks or build houses then you'll be a man do you know what i mean <laughs> you'll be a, you'll be a good respectful man really if you can do that stuff. old time but old stereotypes see me yeah I've got pretty hands, so I don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm not really on. I can you see know, you like, moisturize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you see, I'm, I'm not really a gym head like that, so I don't have the calluses. Yeah, like I'm yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, this is not for me. Um, I love that. And so, shout out your modern, it modern it, ladies. Out, it. This is modern masculinity. Um, so then I, I yeah, came out of that. Um, researching organizations, I found an organization called the Great Initiative. Um, and I contacted them. I was like, can we have a meeting? Because your approach looks really interesting. So they were okay. running like interactive workshops, three hours um, with boys. They ran whole year groups at a time. So it wasn't targeted, which was what a lot of people were asking for. Like, these are the bad boys. Yeah, we need you to yeah, work yeah, with yeah, these yeah, kids. Yeah. They were like, we work with everyone. Um, That's a so, really good approach. That's it? really and important. It's important because everybody yeah. needs to hear their messages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you so can fly under the radar as well. If you're not like a bro. out and out bad person, you're just bad when no one's you know watching. What I mean, it's like, bro. <laughs> like, and to be fair, like I would say, like most of us, or like myself when I was 16, 17, 18, yep. 19, like no one could point me out and say, this guy's a bad guy. But I'm sure if you asked, particularly all of the women that I'd been engaged with, a lot of them probably wouldn't have great things to say about Mate, me at that age. The, only, I mean? the only teachers that called my parents in were the women, women teachers, teachers. And I'm yeah. grateful for them. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> they then, were like, this guy's a dickhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this yeah, guy's yeah, a yeah, waste yeah. 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 They were like, nah, listen, we had an agreement before we started the podcast, yeah, that yeah. we weren't going to do No, like, not you. No, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, okay, <laughs> <all right. laughs> no, but to all intents and purposes, I was. I was getting on silly, innit? Yeah. And just not paying attention, being disruptive, whatever, but in my own way. So certain teachers, like what you said, certain teachers didn't notice. Yeah. But then to certain teachers, I was like an enigma. It yeah, was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're doing well over here, but you're being a little git over here. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like, just sort it out. difficult. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, why? And it was like, well, I don't know. I, I just want to play basketball. <laughs> well, no, blah, 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 blah. You, you don't know <laughs> yeah, the reason yeah, yeah. why. Do you know what I mean? So we, I, ca I came to this organization and they were like, you can, we had a meeting, we had a chat, maybe chatted for about an hour. I was like, can I get the resources? They were like, you can have the resources. You just have to do the training. Mm. So I was like, no problem. I got the time off of work. Like my boss was like, yeah, go and do the training. It will help with the project. So I went and did the training. It was two days. Um, and for me, it was... The first time I'd ever been in a room full of men where I didn't feel <clears throat> like an outcast. Because I, I think mm. for me, like I was a pretty Serious? artsy kid. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, I, yeah, I was like a pretty, and, and I was tall and I was athletic. So okay. I got away with it. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Okay. But okay. I was the kind of kid where other guys were in the playground or they were on the pitch on the field playing football yeah. at lunch. And I was like trying to trade these Yu-Gi-Oh cards be like right. let's let it rip with these Beyblades do you know what I mean like I was, I was at 14 <laughs> I was definitely slipping Bro. a macho or a shiny macham exactly you know what I mean? like I was yeah I was, I'm trying, I was I'm doing trying all to get that. these Charizards yeah, be, so. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so I wasn't like I, I think I kind of flew under the radar or I was just a between the liner like I got on with everyone um but I didn't like football I didn't like cars yeah. I wasn't interested in that kind of stuff so and I had sisters so like I grew up with as many Barbies in the house as, as action men and, and Batman. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I was I was just a, a very like neutral kind of kid. Um, you know, I, I think that's a conversation for another day, but I think there's definitely a dynamic, a different dynamic growing up with a lot of women around you. Yeah, like I've got two sisters and obviously a mum as well. Yeah. And it's just me and my dad as the, as the male figures. Yeah. And I think it definitely does shape people and you see different 
sides of things, but that's a conversation for another day. Yeah. But it definitely does. Because you, for me, like I think what it did was masculinity. Then for me, was a very uh, defined concept. There okay. was one example, my right. dad. Do you know what I mean? That yeah. is the way that men are. And with women, there was a lot more nuance. There was a lot more diversity. Like different people do different things. They like different things. They have different interests. Okay, like, uh, for me as a boy, I was like, I don't like cricket and all the men in my family play cricket. So I'm obviously not, do you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm obviously not the right type of guy. Like I don't fit yeah, in with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear that. Um, and it's all about acceptance. In society, it's all about acceptance. Yeah. So how masculine or feminine you are, right. the things you practice, the things you're interested in, in they give you validation in the circles that you look to be accepted within yeah, right yeah, yeah. so that must have been a, that must have been just i went through it slightly as well and i think that's why i found basketball yeah and what led me to it was that all the people that were doing football had no clue about it so so to speak so they couldn't tell me nothing yeah, do you know yeah, what i mean yeah. so you if i'm know about yeah blood. so if i'm there just <laughs> swishing away or just yeah. like dunking these rainbows or whatever like i'm doing it's like yeah you can't do that can you yeah it so, gives it gives you yeah. a sense of value. Do you know what I mean? That's go. different yeah, to other yeah, people. Yeah. Um, and so I sat down in this room and uh, I'm the type of person where I ask a lot of questions and I say a lot of dumb shit, sometimes just for the sake of it. Like I was reading through my year 10 school report the other day yeah. and my teacher was like, Ben's a really pleasant student, but he distracts people and is easily distracted. Um, <laughs> yep. and, and that's how I, how I am as an adult also. Um, and I was in this room and it was a space for me to like ask anything I wanted to ask, say anything I wanted to say. Um, but also they were putting the lens on me and right, it wasn't right. about the theory of masculinity in inverted commas. It was about like, what is your relationship to this thing? Where does this construct come from? Who made it? Why does it exist? Does it change over time? Does it change depending on where you are? Like all of these questions. Um, and And also like in a really nice way, like bringing in, race and class and gender like all of the different aspects of a person's identity wow. um and can you just dial back what what was the name of this organization again so it was called the great initiative it's now great called initiative. the good lad initiative so it's right. the, so i did the training course and i was like now nah, i love it like I, this is the best thing i've ever done i need to volunteer here so i started volunteering yeah. um and i was volunteering there for about a year while i was still working at my old job um, and then a job came up and I applied and I got it. So now I work okay. at the Good Lad Initiative, um, which was the great initiative, but it was just a name change. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I think um, I have, like I'm pretty interested in stuff, right. but I'm not academic. So I don't like sitting down to read a book. Like I like, I learn through conversation. Yeah. Um, and so the more I can have conversations about things that interest me is like- That's, that's how the, you yeah. get, that's how you sponge in yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And how you sort of, then learn about different things that are happening right. around the world because I'm exactly the same. Yeah. And my wife tells me, yeah, you don't read enough. And I'm like, I don't. But at the same <laughs> time, <laughs> at the same time, I have my skills and my abilities that yeah. I draw in from. Yeah. Like I'll be watching something and talk about something and it will be like, where did you get that from? Yeah. Please. I'll be watching the same thing. What are you looking at? Yeah. Like, and it's like, no, but I can see, I can see these things very loudly and, that's where I draw, even inspiration for songs and stuff yeah, when yeah, we're in yeah, the studio, yeah. that's that's where it comes from. Um, one thing you touched upon um, during, I suppose, the development of the Good Lad Initiative was you were speaking to teenage guys mm -hmm. about sort of how to be, um, how to carry themselves in society and what have you. Was there, so we obviously, we try to focus a lot on self-betterment. Mm -hmm. Um while you were there, were the conversations on, so you mentioned you used to do PSHE as well. Yeah. Were there conversations for guys specifically on 
how they approach women and how they address the fairer sex, so to speak. Yeah, so so I guess the way that um, Good Lad works as an organisation, the way that they run workshops is we try to not be prescriptive, right? So we tr- okay. there is no point because I my personal opinion is like masculinity as a construct is so linked to like a conversation about power um, that without addressing the power imbalance, like you're not going to fix the thing. Do you know what I mean? Like masculinity as the way I see it as like a a collection of characteristics that we attribute to men um, and say, this is what men are like. Um, Those could all be incredibly positive things. Like there's nothing wrong with being a leader. There's nothing wrong with being strong. There's nothing wrong with being fit and healthy like those things are not inherently evil right um but when they're linked to power in a certain way they can become i guess what people would call toxic um and they be- they can become corrupted really easily yeah. so even if i go into a room and i'm like all right masculinity is done we're not doing it that way anymore we're doing it this way now without ind- addressing that power imbalance like those things if i say all right masculinity is now being kind and empathetic and gentle like that very easily becomes you're manipulation. Do you know what I mean? You're touching on it. So, okay. So I learned something, sorry, just to cut in there, just to, just to add to what you're saying there. So I learned recently mm-hmm. that part of the problem with masculinity and toxic masculinity is also the tendency to feminize traits and character behaviors like kindness or empathy mm-hmm. or these sorts of more emotionally linked behaviors and skills. Mm-hmm. And we feminize them and then, it, yeah, toxic ma- masculinity for me is the act of feminizing characteristics that we are now saying, well, is that masculine or is it not masculine? Mm. Men should definitely exhibit these characteristics and right. be outspoken, etc. So, sorry, I just wanted to add my two pennies. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I think I think it's an interesting conversation, right? Because it, it then means that there are um, ways of being a man that are acceptable and there are ways of being a man that are not acceptable and for me that limitation piece is the piece that we try to get to in classrooms so if I walk into a class um let's say I'm with a group of 16 year old boys um and I'm like yo we can talk about whatever you want to talk about I have a plan I know like I've got some topics I want to talk about it might be like um crying in the playground would you ever do that like let's talk about emotional literacy without using the words emotional literacy obviously right um but i have a, an idea but often like boys know what they want to talk about do you know what i mean if you yeah, if you chat yeah. to if i was chatting to a 16 year old version of myself i would want to know how to draw yeah do you yeah, know what yeah, i mean yeah, like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's what i was on when i was 16 yeah. not all boys are on that that's also fine it's mm. true um but when that conversation comes up then there is a conversation to have for me around well, what are the what are the ways that we do that? What is, um, like the question about intention versus well, impact? Also, at that point, you ain't trying to hear what all the considerations are. You're just trying to find out what works. Right, right. As as a kid, as sixteen <laughs> oh, yeah. year old me, yeah, like, I just want to know how to do it. I'm effective. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's effective? What yeah. are your results? What's your yeah, 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 like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think I think that the 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 key piece there is about like allowing boys because I, I i learned this a couple of years ago that like as kids empathy isn't a natural thing like it's something that okay. you learn and that grows and develops right so it's something that you can teach yeah um and so 
I've, I know through my experience anyway, I would say boys and girls are taught empathy in very different ways in schools and in education, right? Like when, when a girl punches another girl in the face in the playground, she's not going to do that again. Like girls like that aren't about too often. When boys do that, uh, boys will be boys. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like, yeah, oh, you yeah, shouldn't you have done that. But So I think the, the ways that we encourage that in boys and girls are very different. Um, and we often don't hold a lot of space for boys to like explore those topics. Okay. Um, and I think the same thing, the same thing applies to like romantic relationships. Do you know what I mean? Like if you're if you're a guy and you're trying to draw girl, like how do you do that in a way that is not harmful? And yeah. why should you care? Like what is the what is the motivation to care? Well, about that's that? interesting because when you said the power dynamic um, originally, mm. you addressed it in a sense of amongst men, mm. masculine like within masculinity. Yeah. Um, and obviously now we're venturing onto the power dynamics. With, between males and females, right. which obviously the patriarchy is something that we all live in, and we all, to be honest, we, we're, we're so entwined. It's so entwined yeah, in society that it, it's hard to even untangle where we are now to to get that out of it, yeah. to get that out really, basically. But how do you think that works in the sense of the power dynamic between men and women, and men approaching women? Like as you said, like why should you care? Like how to, if if you're effective, or, that's that's the main thing. Are you effective or not? How do you think it works? That I'm I'm interested to know. Like in what is your like genuinely, what's your opinion on like how genuinely I don't think it works. Okay. I don't I don't think it works. I think again because of the patriarchy and how that whole system is set up, I think men are wired to think what's going to be successful in this situation. Mm-hmm. Um how am I going to get what I want from this situation? Mm-hmm. I think it it I don't know when the switch happens or even if the switch does happen. I think at some point you realise, oh, actually, I like this person in a different way. Mm-hmm. Let me try to explore a relationship outside of just sex or whatever I'm, whatever else you might be after. Mm. And then you start to think, okay, yeah, there's other side to this kind of relationship between men and women and you start to explore that. Sometimes, sometimes that doesn't happen. Sometimes you kind of get, not, not tricked into it, but like it just goes down that road and you just yeah. realise, oh, we're here. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, we yeah. are just chilling, like oh, <laughs> almost by accident. Like, yeah, yeah, um, so yeah, I, I don't think it works. I do think it's quite broken. Yeah, so I think for me, yeah, I think that when we start to talk about systems, um, the conversation becomes hard because people feel personally attacked when you talk about that kind of stuff. So, in the same way with race, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if we're talking about racism, um, if you're talking about racism with a white person chances are mm. that white person is going to feel like you're saying they are a bad person. Yeah. Um, and I think it's the same conversation with masculinity and with patriarchy and, and men and male and female relationships, right? Is like um, when you try to address the thing that's going on, mm-hmm. men can often feel like you're saying they are bad people. Um, and sometimes people make bad decisions. Like some, some men are bad men, right? We can't uh, ignore that. Yeah. A lot of us are... Um, a lot of us is <laughs> contentious, but some <laughs> some men are good men who yeah. grow up in a bad system um, or grow up in a... Like, it was only, like, what, 50 years ago, 60 years ago in this country where the law changed from women in marriage being men's property. Do you know what I mean? So, like, when you, exactly. when you deep stuff like that, like, yeah. the way that the world that we live in is set up yeah. is set up for us to objectify. It's, it's set up for us to view them now. So, isn't it only recently that um, a man can actually rape his wife? Yeah. Like yeah, uh, yeah, that's yeah, a recent yeah. law change as well, which is yeah. when you think about it, it's okay. nuts. Yeah, you couldn't have non-consensual sex in in a marriage mad. before, right? But, but obviously you could. Yeah. But um, I think when you when but legally, you, obviously, we're talking yeah, about like yeah. but when you 
view systems in that way mm. and you're able to like say okay objectively this is what it is and this thing leads to these outcomes yep. um then and, and i think that the outcomes are bad for women but are like disproportionately bad yeah. for women and non-binary people um they're also shit for men on a lot of occasions do you know what i mean like yeah. it's not necessarily the greatest thing i'm probably in a, a much better position than a lot of the women i know based on my gender um but i think the way that that power imbalance works um for it to be really like worked out and picked apart uh becomes super like crucial in terms of like exploring those mixed gender interactions at that point okay so i think one thing we wanted to focus on uh -huh. um, in one of the songs that we've written is about the interaction between, so to set the scene, we're sort of like observing. Yeah. yeah? <laughs> but then we've written it from a perspective of do better. And that is one of our mantras, do better. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you're out here yeah, and you see, you might see a fella approaching a woman now, mm -hmm. just strangers and you're like, wow, he is tanking. He is dive bombing. Yeah, yeah, Not to yeah. say that there's a right it's or bad, wrong way, bad. but it ain't going well. Whatever he's trying to do, ain't going well. Yeah. So you're thinking, mm, I know, oh, I know almost like how I could swoop in and make the situation better, either for him or for myself. Yeah. And it's that's P. <laughs> yeah, you could, you could <laughs> that's wingman, a poacher. You could, yeah, that's P. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Go hagger, go hagger. Yeah? Um, no, I'm just saying observatorily. Yeah. yeah if that's a word. <laughs> But um, so what I'm trying to say is like, have you observed or have you shared knowledge with all right, lads? Do you know what? If if you see a woman and she's walking on her own, don't just sort of try and walk up fast and, and be next to her stride and, and try and talk to her in a certain way or try and catcall her or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like certain things that are just categorically, that's a no-no. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, so for me, like the, the thing the thing about this is, right, is that um, when I, again, when I think back to being a kid, all I ever heard was, do this, don't do that. Yeah. Um, okay. And it doesn't work, right? Like that that, that doesn't change anyone's behavior no. because I think the behavior change comes with the change of attitude. Consideration. So, right. Yeah. So so again, it comes back to like that empathy piece and teaching kids to be able to consider or critically analyze a yes. situation. So like rather than saying, yo, my guys, if if you're walking down the road and there's a girl walking by herself and it's late at night, don't chat to her. Mm. I would be like, what's the impact of that? Like how how do you think that There's girl feels yeah. when when we do that kind of stuff? Um, like what what how is, are there better ways of doing that? Is it the most important thing for you at that time? And there's also other considerations, right? Like what if you are the most well-intentioned guy? So when I was a kid, my sister said to me, um, I remember really clearly we were walking to my grand's one day. I must have been about eight or nine years old. Okay, we we're walking down the road. I was like, that girl is really pretty. Some girl across the road. She was like. Benj, if you think girls are pretty, you should always tell them that. That's a really nice thing to say. I grew up believing that that was a nice thing to do. Yeah. And I, I've never, I can honestly say, I've never misused that. Like, I've never gone out intentionally to intimidate someone, to, like, apply pressure, to get something from them. Like, if I offer compliments, I try to do it without re requiring so something yeah, to yeah, respond. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's but just is what it is. If I'm the 18th person that day, that's told someone you might that they get look some nice backlash. And, and four of those men have grabbed their bum whilst doing it. Do you know what I mean? Like She's going to be defensive. Rush, defensive might not be on it that layers, yeah. So layers, I just think yeah. there's some considerations that we have to like teach people to think through. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and, and allow them to have the space to explore that. And it doesn't have to be super serious, you know what I mean? It's jokes, it's a jokes conversation. Yeah. Like, that is actually a funny conversation to have so, with kids. Right, so yeah. all right. So here's another thing I come across the other uh-huh. day, and it was actually, again, breaking down toxic masculinity and actually trying to get to better relationships with men and allowing men to be hu- more human. Uh-huh. Like, someone dropped this in a conversation and I never deeped it. It was like... Say you've got something that you so you've had a really hard day, right? And mm. you're phoning up, you're phoning up your bedroom, yeah. And you're just gonna spill. You're just gonna use them shoulder to lean on, ear to cry to, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're your boy, your brother. Yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna, yeah. How often do we consider them and say, actually, are you in a space where I can just sort of offload my, do you know what I mean, yeah. my grief and my woes onto you? Yeah. Because or more time would just go into it. Yeah. So that just clicked with me. It's like, I would you ever think like, what kind of day has this woman had? Yeah. What what type of day has this girl had for me to just add a straw onto the camel's back? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're yeah. saying chirps in the morning, basically. She could have slept on the floor, brother. Yeah, it's true. You ain't helping nothing. It's true. <laughs> then, then there's never a good time then, really, is there? Yeah. Yeah. It's just that consideration. It's that consideration, yeah, that's the key. It's so it? vital. And it's and I think also it's the idea of consent, right? It's like how to what degree in the way that you operate in your life do you allow people to opt in and opt out same thing that you're saying when you're chatting to your friend and you want to spill all of your stuff yeah um do you give them an opportunity to opt in or opt out do you say yo i've got some pretty heavy stuff to share i don't know if you're in a space to hold that you might have your own things going on let me know if you can handle it and then we can chat yeah um and they might say actually, no, today's not a good day for me. X has happened or this thing's going on. And we need to know how to be okay with that. And I I think the same thing for for women, although I wouldn't necessarily say this to boys because what I'm not about is like trying to give people the tools to do stuff without the understanding of why. (laughs) Because then they abuse that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is now the new way to chat skills. But like for me, if I'm trying to chat to someone that I don't know, so if I'm... um, in the train station, I'm on the train and I see a woman and I think, oh, she's really attractive, I want to chat to her. Um, more often than not, I, w- I wouldn't do it. Um, but if I am, like, I if I feel, I don't know, I just feel uncomfortable about it. But that's also my own thing, right? Like, Fair not enough. all of us yeah. are confident yeah, in that yeah, way. Yeah. Um, but my thing is, if I'm going to open that conversation, my opening line is going to be, can I ask you a question? Yeah, yeah, yes yeah. or no? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. How do you feel about compliments? Do you like them or not? Because, like, even if my compliment is the most well-intentioned thing, mm. like, somebody, some people don't like them. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. some people feel deeply it, uncomfortable. It boxes people back so, into yeah. the show. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, I just yeah. think there are some things to consider. Um, and, like, whether what what is it that you're complimenting also? Like, some, like are you going to compliment someone's shoes? Are you going to compliment their body? Are you, com- are you complimenting yeah. their eyes? Are you complimenting the way that they carry themselves? Like, there's a lot of things to, to go through. Um, and I'm not trying to be a party pooper. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not like, oh, now guys can't chat to girls. Or you can yeah, never. of course. Because there are also social cues and social protocols. Absolutely. That we all, like, we all subscribe to in this yeah. country. Do you know what I mean? There's ways of, yeah. like, in, in our society, men pursue women yeah. um, when, when they are heterosexual. Like that's that's the way that that goes. Yeah. So I'm not saying heterosexual men can't chat to heterosexual women or assume that a woman's a heterosexual and chat to her. I'm just saying, what things do you need to consider to make sure the impact of what you're doing, yeah. the lasting impact of it, is positive? Um, and I think that's a that's a like a, it feels like a healthier place. Yeah. It also feels like a lot more work. Do you know what I mean? That's I was the, just going to say, thing. because when you're thinking about all that thing and it's not natural for you, yeah. Yeah, you're going to fall into paralysis of analysis, what yeah, I yeah, call. Yeah, yeah. And then 
that person's going to get off the train long gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're there at King's Cross and <laughs> you're like, damn, <laughs> where did he go? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, oh, if only I hadn't fought from like Liverpool Street to <laughs> bloody Barbican. Yeah. Like we might have been somewhere here. Do you know what I mean? But it is, it's the unlearning and learning new instincts because when you pattern it right, like you move in it yeah. and we are instinctual creatures. Like yeah. when you know the plays and you know the cues, as you've said, you'll just know, okay, cool. I'm going to float in respectfully ask my bit or whatever and we'll see where it goes do you know what i mean and another do you know another huge piece in this conversation is is like how do you teach men to deal with rejection because we don't know like we don't i tell you now some men deal i think i've i've noticed it more with younger guys yeah like i can't tell you the amount of times i've seen a guy and it's usually a younger guy like a teenager he'll be with his boys as you are at the age you don't really go out on your own you're hanging out with your boys whatever I've seen guys go, oh, excuse me, excuse me, can I talk to you? Which is probably a, not a bad way to start a conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the girl said, oh, no. And the response to me <laughs> it's like, is, your butters anyway. That's the exact bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your butters anyway. It's like, but why did you want to speak? Like, come on now, you don't think she's butters, otherwise you wouldn't be speaking to her. Yeah. And also it's like, it's just so disparative. Like, yeah. excuse that, me, can I speak to you? Your butters anyway. It's yeah. like, whoa. Zero whoa. to a hundred. But yeah. It's true though. But that, that, that translates and conveys for me. I often, sorry, I judge people in it. Yeah. Like, mm. it's me. It's one really? of my instincts. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. No, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you do that. <laughs> but yeah, it is because, um, and it probably comes out of fear as well, which is, which is deep. But if you see someone's true colours, don't mm. disbelieve them. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't tell them, nah, you started out blue and now you're flipping orange. Yeah. They just did that. Yeah. Believe them. It's true. It's what they're capable of. Yeah. So if someone there can change and flip and just instantly put on the next hat or something now. Nah, yeah. Don't think they won't do that in another area of their life. Yeah. It? Of course. Yeah. That yeah. for me is messages. So, and I see now as well, flipping the shoes and, and the perspective, how women will see that as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If you come across and you seem disingenuine, what else will you be disingenuine with? Do yeah. you know what I mean? But I, this is the thing that for me is scary, right? Is like, like I think one of the easiest lenses for me to understand masculinity through is the, the lens of race because I have a robust understanding of it. I've dealt with it my whole life, right? So, um, You was born that way, right? right. <laughs> Fingers crossed. I was actually pink when I was born. But anyway, um, when, I, when I think about uh, race, right? I think uh, as, a, as a black man, like there is an inherent fear yeah. in me mm. in interactions with white people. Like it doesn't always show up. It doesn't always manifest in a terrible way. It doesn't necessarily determine how I live my life. But there is a feeling of like, it, of this could go south at any moment. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this could this could turn bad at any point. Um, and for me, a big moment, like a big aha moment, light bulb moment was like, oh, women live with that fear of men uh, every day because yeah. you, you were speaking to like this idea of like if somebody shows you a behavior yeah. they have the capacity yeah. to do that but i think the scary thing is everyone has the capacity to do that but men also have the power to do that to women so okay. it becomes like a very like a very skip like i see girls it's parallels in, in it do you know what i mean like yeah. I, well not anymore because we don't go to clubs anymore but i <laughs> well. used to see girls in the club who would chat to man for half an hour let man buy her a drink give man a fake number. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Do, do a whole rigmarole yeah. because they can't just say no because mm. they're shook. 
and and the rea- and if you say to a guy you know she's what, yeah. shook of you like if somebody said to me that girl's shook of you they don't I'd understand be like, bro it's impossible like rebuke it. I'm a nice guy like <laughs> yeah, why yeah, are you yeah. saying that about you're saying I'm on badness duh, 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 duh. but the reality is like is those things don't there. just disappear like right. those those layers of like um social conditioning don't just disappear because of my good intentions. They're embedded. Yeah. yeah so I yeah, think it's important yeah. to like when we're when we're talking to particularly when we're talking to boys, right? Like it's important that the, the messages that we're giving them are not like if you now draw a girl in this way, you'll be more successful. Your success rate will go high. The the things that they need to know are like these are the ways that women experience the world that might be different to how you experience yeah. it. How do you feel that about that? Key. Like whose yeah. responsibility is it to change that? Because somebody's got to change it, right? Like yeah. if we don't want it to be that way, yeah. someone's got to do something. And I don't know if women necessarily have the power. Like I think we've seen them fight. Do you know what I mean? For generations and generations, Mate. we've seen what yeah. feminism has looked like. We've seen people protesting in the streets. We've seen people going through courts and not getting justice. Like all of this stuff has happened. Yeah. So now... Whose job is it to fix the thing? It's time to take responsibility for our own actions. And it's yeah, and it's not even trying to fix the world. It's just trying to fix the portion that you have a remit over. Just your sphere of influence. Do you know what I mean? That's all you can do. At the end of the day, all you can do is like make sure that the the women that are around you in your life feel supported, uh, feel supported, feel uh, positive about their relationship with you. Feel like you're gonna. And if if something happens and you're around, it's not gonna happen around you. You're not gonna allow that thing to happen. Do you know what I mean? But Okay. But then that also gets into weird, weird ground of like, yeah. now it's my job as the man. To yeah. And then you fall back yeah. into yeah. that yeah. old masculine. Straight back yeah. into it, mate. <laughs> so it's you've a vicious got to cycle. deconstruct it on so many levels. But this is it. So I think like, as we move forward mm-hmm. in life, as we move forward <laughs> yeah. and the years tick on and whatever else, obviously, hopefully we become more intelligent. Yeah. So my thing is always like, from you know better, you can grow better. Yeah. You can show the next one better. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? So we should always be improving even if we do inevitably go around that cycle because i'm of the opinion me mm-hmm. personally that some elements of that masculine sort of diagram mm-hmm. are purposeful mm-hmm. do you know what i mean they yeah, give, they give a man a drive they yeah. speak to your innate sort of instincts and genetic code mm-hmm. to be able to do certain things because that's your duty mm-hmm. i think yeah when it's toxic and then it becomes used against you and and it sort of limits you and and makes you act a certain way that is harmful Mm -hmm. obviously that's not good in it but um i do think yeah as we go around the cycle we can try and do better in speaking of that from we know better we're aware of like social media now makes us aware of so many things oh my gosh yeah so in your observation and in your experience going through all the different places that you do um what do you think about responsibility in terms of people who have an elevated status and that might not even be specifically um fame it might just be someone who has an elevated status in a school for example yeah yeah yeah. do you think that they are aware of their position and their position of influence with younger people mostly mostly on social media um, rather than face to face but it 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 transfers over you know so that's it's such an interesting question um do i think people are aware sometimes Okay. Like sometimes they are, sometimes they're not, um, and I think there's a there's a, a old saying that says uh, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely right. right I love that one. Um, yeah. And and for me, like a lot of it is to do with the more power, the more influence you have, like the more chance there is for you to do harm. Yes, it's not to say that that's guaranteed what you're gonna do, mm-hmm. but if you're not gonna like, if let's say. Um, 
if you work in social services, yeah, and you work on the ground, so you're um, doing home visits in social services, um, the impact, the negative impact that you can have for doing a bad job is huge, yes. but limited. You can only see four families a day, yeah. however many families a year. So if all of those interactions go bad, there's going to be a limit where you lose your job, right? But yeah. like until that point, that's how many kids that were in, the, that might be in the care system that didn't need to be in the care system. How yeah. many cases of abuse that aren't picked up? How many things that are, are going on that are getting missed because you're dropping the ball as an individual? Yeah. If you now, as that individual in social services, move up the ranks and you're the head of a service, the impact that you have for doing a bad job is so much bigger do you know what I mean? You're doing the it's same bad job. Because like, it yeah. carries through to your teams, bro, to their teams. Bro, like the people like, you're managing you're are not allowing things to happen. They're, yeah. not doing, they're not learning what the it trickles what the down. Yeah, so yeah, I just yeah. think, like, across the board, like, I think the same thing in schools with, like, head teachers, right? Yep. Is that um, it's not that your head teacher is a particularly bad person, but uh, the person who didn't like you, who was your PE teacher, if they don't like you as your head teacher, that's a very different experience you're having in school. Do you know what I mean? There's a difference between having yeah. a shit experience in one lesson and having a shit experience through your whole education. Yeah, I hear that. When you think about racist teachers, yeah. right? Or, or people who work in banks, people who give out mortgages, that kind of thing. When that person has a, a prejudice or a bias or an unchecked part of their identity that they don't understand and therefore discriminate against other people because yeah. of unconsciously or consciously. Bro, the impact of yeah. that can be huge and it trans I mean? it translates so well with what you say the dynamic and even the layout organizationally from school to the workplace right because school is a conditioning for work anyway yeah. um but yeah if you've got a line manager that hates your guts for whatever reasons yeah then you're not going to like working with them but you might like working somewhere else in the organization right. because in general people get along yeah so yeah and i've it's, it's off that that old thing of people don't leave places people leave people right 100 percent. so 100 percent. 100 yeah and the same thing with social media right like me with four thousand followers like obviously i've got a, a, a sphere of influence yes and i choose what to do with that thing um the, the more that that sphere of influence grows in so let's say specifically in social media yeah. is the more opportunities I get. The more opportunities you get is the more opportunities you get to sell out or to do things that are like this not on the, brand. That's the or pinch. Like, do you yeah. know what I mean? So for, for me as a, as a guy that's saying, oh, let's talk about masculinity and toxic masculinity and patriarchy and yeah. da, 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 da. Yeah. Like there's a certain um, tipping point that you'll probably get to at some point yeah. where it's like, all right, are you going to, are you going to sell out or not? Do you know what I mean? Like, are you are you still going to create the content that you believe is important? Yeah. Um, are you still going to reach people with the messages that you think they need to hear? Or are you going to do whatever you're doing to make money or to get whatever other benefits or to draw, like, to, to draw women online? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, whatever your intention yeah. is. But I think as well, with that now, so obviously you are conscious and aware of what you're doing on I don't know, well, say the gram, for example, because yeah, that's what to you be, prefer, to refer to. Yeah. So in terms of, okay, I know I've got these eyes on me, blah, blah, blah. Uh -huh. But again, even in terms of overthinking it, like it will be stifling at some point where yeah. you think, wow, I've got all these people to sort of be right by yeah. and sort of like be okay by it, um, that it might limit and stifle you from actually creating the content that you need to create because that's your purpose. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And is there a way, again, where we can instinctually get to that point? Because social media is a new terrain yeah. to a lot of people, generationally as well. 
um, there's certain generations that are just sort of born into it. Mm. But for us, I think we've we've kind of had to take it in and learn how to swim with it. Um, for me, I, I struggle. I struggle with that in the yeah. sense of how do I act, especially when you put a title or an accolade in front of you. Yeah. So obviously called the gents, it's like, wow, there's a lot of expectation that I put on myself before everyone, anyone even knows who I am. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, there's a there's a messaging that you're you're giving. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and I think and do you know what? Like I'm I'm conflicted with this one because part of me just thinks that like we're not meant to live in a world like this. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're not meant to have contact yeah. that many people. It's not natural. It's not like yeah. actually like the fact that social media is stifling because yeah. it's it's overexposure. Like it's way too much. Yeah. And the fact that you can like the the implications of any action that you take can ripple out to millions of people yeah. is that's huge Bro, one wrong like, literally one yeah. wrong turn one outburst yeah. and you're written off yeah, yeah. people are cancelled as opposed to Bro, talk do you like, know what no I mean? one says oh you shouldn't uh, don't, don't do that it's yeah. like oh my gosh you did that to that person yeah. everyone people knows people are so harsh man they're just unforgiving <laughs> yeah but then when somebody when somebody's reaching millions of people like is there like the the I understand the cancellation thing. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I understand it because the mm. impact of that person still functioning in that space in the same way whilst learning, yeah. like you're not in a position where we can afford to watch you learn. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, bruv, okay. this is dangerous stuff. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, real yeah, impacts yeah, yeah, on real yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Um, all that, but for me, like that's why I guess that in, in terms of like my online footprint, um, I, I try not to do too much. And I think like the work that I do in particular is person to person work. Do you right. know what I mean? Okay. Like, the, right. the, and yeah, it right. needs to stay that way. So like as much as like I can create cool content or I can do it like I can do a podcast, do you know what I mean? Like I, I can chat to some people, yeah, yeah. but it's still the three of us in, in the room and other people can hear that, yeah. but that's never going to be my work. Like yeah. that's never going to be the crux of It's not what where I the do. value is. Yeah, 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 yeah because yeah, yeah. the, the yeah. real value is in sitting with a person and journeying through the thing with them and helping them to understand and also understanding yourself, like yeah. learning from that other person. Absolutely. Man. I mean, we, we spoke about masculinity going around in circles, but I feel that's the way we're going because yeah. at the end of the day, it's gonna go back to campfires and, and reasoning around with each other. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Because that <laughs> yeah. is the most that is the most beneficial thing because you can literally feel the resonance. Yeah. You can literally feel the lessons. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? More than hear them. Yeah. And for me, that's 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 important. And as you say, it is stifling. It's it's absolutely overwhelming the amount of people you can see and reach over social media. And you're right, we weren't meant to be exposed like that. Mm. I'm just we gonna pick up on something that you said before. You said um you think that some people are aware of the power they have and some yeah. people aren't aware. Yeah. I don't think awareness is an excuse. Like if you're not aware of something, it's an excuse for the responsibility you have. Right. Um, and I think that's what's so important about teaching people how to change their whole mindset of how they approach things. Like when we were talking about, um, like when we were talking about approaching women and it's more so thinking about how they would perceive it and how they're taking it. Yeah. So I think if you are responsible for yourself and how you conduct yourself, yeah, whether you're on a big platform or you're just speaking locally, yeah, it shouldn't really make a difference. Yeah, if everyone's watching you or no one's watching you, you should behave. And that's, I suppose that's integrity, really. Yeah, um, I, yeah. It's do you know what's it's an interesting one for me because I I agree with you, um, but I I feel this twinge in myself of like mm, check your privilege, Ben, because like for me there's a there's an element of this conversation which is also like everybody's got responsibility definitely yeah. everybody is responsible for for the for, for dealing with their own shit 
But for some of us, dealing with our shit is a lot easier than for other people, right? Mm -hmm. So um, based on the level of education that I've had, um, based on, like, I didn't learn to be critical and analytical until I got to university. So who the hell would I be if I didn't go to university? Would I have learned that skill? Would I have learned to reflect, like, to self-reflect, to, like, interrogate my beliefs, my opinions, like, to draw opinions from loads of different places and formulate new, healthier ones? Research. Um, and I think I think that those things have to be taught a lot earlier. Okay. Um, but I, I but I also agree with you because it it doesn't excuse like not being taught that doesn't excuse you of the responsibility to do it in real time. Like yeah. the the impact is the same whether yeah. you've been taught it or not. Yeah. But it reminds me of the um I don't know if you've seen that the Digger D documentary on on iPlayer. I've seen I, mostly. I I've seen it all. Um, yeah. So it's so it's a really interesting conversation about like um somebody who who's road. And has right. been doing road and has now got influence and, and has broken through in music but can't move away from doing road. Okay. And and for me, like when I see things like that, I'm like, who helps that person? Yeah. At what point does somebody step in and grab them and say, All right, you've had enough now, like let's work on some stuff. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I think like in in terms of responsibility, it is all of our individual responsibilities, but people are also being failed. Um, and that's also someone's responsibility. So yeah. I think like it, it's really easy to like point the finger, um, but I I think well, they you know they say like when you point your finger you got three fingers pointing point back, back at yourself yeah, right yeah, 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 and yeah. I, and I think like we have to hold that mindset really yeah. close and think when I see an issue and I'm like that's a problem whose responsibility is it to do something about that right it's yeah. like it's mine yeah um, so, so how do you know what I always that? notice that with footballers yeah and it's funny Massively. it's funny to think oh how can you feel for, sorry for a footballer who's earning a hundred thousand pounds yeah but at the same time you're 17 Bruv. you can kick ball better than anyone in your school and you've been elevated to the status you're playing football yeah but now you have a hundred thousand pound a week yeah like that's a lot of money yeah like why would you not at 17 when you, you're still developing why would you not just go out and spend loads Blow of money, money do things that's unsensible yeah. why would you not you probably would feel on top of the world feel like oh i can get any girl or yeah. i can get any car i can like there's no I, I, I'm not a footballer so I haven't, I'm not partial to that world but I don't see anyone teaching these guys like no you need to manage your money well or you need to still behave in a certain way or, yeah. and just give them time to adjust to this new sort of, sort of limelight and a new sort of wealth Yeah, um, it is know, crazy do you know what's so interesting about that example right so we work at Goodlad we work with some FA teams a couple of teams with the development squad so with the boys that are coming up um into like their under i think it's under 16s under 18 seasons okay um and we do like we do these kinds of workshops and these kinds of conversations with them and what i find so interesting is like i don't like football so i'm not attached to it at all like i'm not like oh like yeah okay. he's not a sick like I, they don't gas me like i'm like using it's <laughs> use the same way same, everybody same, else same. is used but you've got some money do you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. um but it's so interesting um to see like the infrastructures they've very like vastly from club to club like some clubs are holding these young people okay. and they're like trying yeah, to support yeah. them and trying to educate them and trying to equip them other clubs are like do you want like you're a kid yeah, like yeah, if yeah, you make yeah, it yeah. you make it if you don't you don't we we get money for you being here do you know what i mean like and i, yeah. I think that's like that's the harsh reality of of the business yeah um but i think in terms of like that piece of work of like taking junior footballers and being like here's the education that you need um, and also, again, this is where the personal responsibility part comes in, right? Because some kids can be told and other kids can't. 
Of course. Some, some kids, you could say to them, uh, bro, you should think about investing your money or how you're going to start a savings plan or whatever. And they'll take that advice and be like, yeah, I'm going to do that. Other kids, you can have that same conversation. They'll be like, this is dumb. I want a PS5. Yeah. I want to I buy all my friends. Okay, another 100,000 next week. So it's all about where that, where that voice of influence is coming from. Yeah. Either who they're watching or who is watching them. Yeah. To have that development and that consideration to then pass it on so that they have that analytical way of thinking. Yeah. So that they can even be reached as well. Yeah. So that is that is that is key, and I think that's what we need to move forward with um, in terms of how we handle ourselves on social media, and even when we have these conversations with other young people. Yeah, massive. I think that's one of the biggest takeaways from this whole conversation is that when you think about, you have to take responsibility for what you can do and who you interact with, mm-hmm. yeah. and you have to make sure that, obviously, with regard to your privilege and regard to your race and regards to all your whole situation as a whole mm-hmm. your, your yourself as a person as a whole how are you impacting who's watching you because everyone has influence whether yeah. it's whether it's the your family that you speak to on a daily basis or your you've got a million followers that watch you every time you go live yeah everyone has a responsibility to whoever they communicate with yeah um and yeah taking stock of that and making sure we leave a bit, a bit of a legacy that men are a bit better than from our contribution than what they were yeah i suppose yeah i'm gonna ask you one question before yeah, we close ben so in terms of this 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 uh sort of image of a gentleman sort of thing yeah because that's what we sort of trying to keep in our mind this yeah. probably looks completely different to each one of us imagine that <laughs> but in terms of taking that sort of um iconic sort of vision what would you say is one key quality or personality trait that you would link to say yeah you know what that man's a true ven- a true gentleman are you talking about like jadena <laughs> jadena's a <laughs> smooth cat man kind of <laughs> yeah yeah not like All i'm right. a classic man yeah. no, no, no we ain't going there but just in terms of like if you was if you was out there now yeah. and you was introducing someone you know what even if you weren't introducing them you'd say like oh do you know what do you know shola like he's he's actually like he's he's my definition of a gentleman like yeah don't don't think don't <laughs> I, I, I ain't trying to take you yes. and guide you now, but you know what I mean. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say, what characteristic would I attribute to that person? I would say, um, an ability to reflect, uh, like uh, like to introspect, right? Like I would say that that ability, um, is often. And and also like attached to that is then not just the reflection piece. Like you could go to therapy for as long as you want to go to therapy and not action anything. But like being able to reflect on yourself critically and then improve that thing, um, I would say is like super, super important. Um and yeah, is is like uh, like true um class to me. Do you know what I mean? Like is, is what it. I see as like yeah, that's the cream of the crop. Yeah. yeah, like yeah this yeah, guy refined uh, he's got yeah, it. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that for me is a is a big thing. Like that the ability to like see yourself, which is really hard to do. It um, takes time. Bro and it's a yeah. it's a constant like yeah, process yeah. of failure and, and yeah. retrying and success and then failure and retrying. Um but like that ability to see yourself and refine yourself based on what you see yeah. um I think is super super important. Sick. No, that's profound, man. And I think that is a beautiful, beautiful place to to say thank you, Ben. Thank you, bro. Thank you so much for thank coming. Thank you very much, thank you guys. Thank you for having me, yeah, man. I mean, yeah. it's been a brilliant session. And um, yeah, we'll check back in with you, I'm sure. Love, my guest. Yeah. All right, bro. Love. Sick, Blessings. Love.